Welcome to episode 64 of the A Free Spirit Life Podcast. Hello, welcome to the podcast. It's Shannon Kinney Do. I'm a holistic life coach, intuitive human design guide, flower essence practitioner, and an artist. And I'm really happy to be bringing another episode for you today. We are talking with Steph Moore for the past decade, Steph has been helping women to enjoy more energy, have stronger digestion, fighting immunity, balancing their hormones, and simply feeling better to live their life with more ease. Steph works with the four main pillars, food, energy, rest, and mind. She says that when you understand how your body and mind change throughout your life, you can learn how to heal through food and wellness. She has a customized approach that incorporates Ayurvedic-inspired principles of body and mind by making the best and most delicious food choices, along with minimizing the toll stress takes on our bodies, mind, and longevity. It's a whole body, mind, and family wellness. This conversation with Stephanie today is part of my Radiant Awakening Summer Series. We're talking to amazing women who are igniting their authenticity, energizing their life, and unleashing their creative magic and inspiring us to do the same. Stephanie's youngest just graduated from high school, and she talks about how that triggered some new life changes including selling her house and moving to Colorado with her husband, even though friends thought they were crazy for taking such a leap. She's facing the fear of the unknown in so many areas of her life and using her experience and her intuition to listen to what she needs most in this season of life. It's such a powerful, inspiring conversation. Let's just go right into the show. And to learn more about Steph, you can go to her website, gowithsteph.com. And today's episode is brought to you by A Free Spirit Life. A Free Spirit Life offers products and services that empower you to live rooted in authenticity, courage, creativity, and freedom through human design, meditation, journaling, affirmation, creative exploration, and more. You can feel connected to your innate intuition, your energy, and gifts so that you can step fully into your authentic power and Live the life that you want to live and make a positive impact in the world. To learn more, visit afreespiritlife.com. All right, everyone, enjoy the show. Hi, Stephanie. I have been so looking forward to catching up with you. We always have so much fun when we connect, and I see you're smiling back at me. You guys can't see her, but she has literally the most vibrant, like every time I see you, you're just like beaming. So tell everybody a little bit about who you are and the work that you're so passionate about these days. Thank you, Shannon. I love connecting with you. It's so fun. And and right back to you, the smile is just, I, we started out with that. It's a beautiful uh, connection that we have and you make me very comfortable. It's easy to talk. 
So the work I'm doing right now, I'm really focused on helping women figure out how to navigate their lives differently. I feel like there is so much information in the world, social media, everywhere, books, tapes, magazines, whatever it may be telling us lots and lots of different information about what to eat, how to move your body, lots of information about hormones and balancing your hormones and all of this stuff. And I feel like it can be very, very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not into dieting at all and have a lot of women asking me about what food to eat. So what I'm really passionate about right now is helping women figure out for themselves what they want. Mm. And so we get really specific, like, let's get down to the nitty gritty for you as an individual. And what do you want to see change in your life? And what are you, what are your goals? Like if you just focused on you and it's so interesting because when I ask women this question, they'll tell me what they want. You know, maybe they aren't sleeping or maybe they're moody or maybe they're a little bit low or uh, they just simply want more energy. And then the very next thing they say is, and I wish my husband would eat better and I want my kids to eat more vegetables. And, you know, so like they want to take care of themselves, but they also want to help take care of their whole family a little bit better and make it easier. So I'm kind of trying to take this really broad approach that is also super individual. And I'm trying to help them figure out how to find balance within themselves and reach their goals through food, through nutrition, through movement. But it has a lot of emphasis on stress management because our lives are busy and we are so quick to respond. I should say we're quick to react And we don't take a lot of time to respond. And then we get caught in this hamster wheel. And then we go looking for things to calm down, to feel better. And we just want a different way. Like we're just kind of tired of that whole story. So I'm trying to help women figure that out. (laughs) You know, multi, multi multi-level approach. Yeah. I love the individual approach and I love that, you know, you're really in tune as a mother, knowing how we, you know, I think partly what keeps us from taking good care of ourselves is we're always balancing the plates of the family and thinking about everyone's health too. And so I love that you're tuning in to the person first and seeing how that can spill out. And really when we feel better, that naturally spills out into our families, right? Or into the people that we connect with. But our world is so busy. And I feel like when you talk about that hamster wheel, like I so get that, especially like when you think of yourself, like when you get on Instagram or something and or you see like, oh, maybe I should take this for my hormones. And then, oh my God, and then I should go to this class. And then, and you end up ping ponging back and forth and, and really you fry out and then do nothing. <laughs> or you bought all this stuff thinking it was gonna help and feel like you're failing in some way because it, it wasn't individual for you. It just makes you t- more tired, right? And so what a gift you're giving these women who are ready to tune in to what they need. And I know from experience, and I know from you and I, you know, talking in the past too, that we tend to 
teach what we need to learn, right? Exactly. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. So we need you. And I'm sure you have experience in that hamster wheel and in that, you know, raising children. And I know you're going through some transition too. So can you back up a little bit and talk about some of the, maybe the signs that you saw in your own life where you felt stress was getting unmanageable and how did you start looking at your individual self and saying you know i've got a i've got a change here how can i learn from this stress that i'm experiencing now to, to make some changes in my life absolutely i love that you brought out brought brought up the fact that we often teach or help other people with something that we need to learn for ourselves I recently heard um, this really great phrase that was you become a healer or no, no, maybe it was uh, you don't become a healer unless you have something that needs to be healed. Yes. And I thought that was so awesome. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, let's be honest. I really think everybody has healing powers. Every, every single person does, of course, like we're meant to heal ourselves and bring healing to our family. But we do often look at everyone else around us, you know, and how can I help this person? How can I help that person? How can I bring healing for this other person? But the deeper we go into our own healing journey, not only are we healing ourselves in the process, but then we have more to share. And I like to think that I'm just, you know, one step ahead. So I'm able to give a perspective to these women that I'm helping just by being one step ahead of them. I don't have to be 10 steps ahead, but I can just be one. And of course, we're always reflecting back to each other how to help and how to find that balance and find the healing and find that um, ease that we're looking for. The ease, I guess, is what we really want. And then really quick before I answer your question, I wanted to mention um, all three of my kids are out of the house now. And it's a, it is a very big transition for us because my youngest has just completed his freshman year of college. And then I have two out of college, all of a sudden one out of college, one getting a master's program next year. And then my youngest is just beginning the college uh, experience. But I have noticed as my kids are growing up that I never thought they were paying attention to all the things that I was doing or saying or (laughs) being at home. And now that they're older, they're reflecting back to me all of these things that I so am excited that they picked up along the way. Hmm. So I wanted to add that in as part of this thing where we're helping each other as women and, and helping each other as a family don't take for granted anything that you're doing because you are being an incredible example for your family, for your children, for your honey, for your sweetie, whoever that may be in your life. And you just, the more you keep doing it for yourself, the more you are helping others. I just keep going back to that over and over again, because we feel like it can be selfish sometimes, but it's so amazing when you take care of yourself and you start making choices for you you end up becoming a really good example for others. And um, I just keep learning that. 
I, I love that. And, and I want to just like land with that for a second. That is such a beautiful thing. I think anyone who's listening, like that rings, <laughs> I want to, I want to savor that as I'm still in the midst of raising kids. And, you know, so often we, as women who are also working and have these big dreams, sometimes we do feel like we're failing our children in some way, if we can't give them enough time, or like you said, some of what we are doing we won't see the effects for years to come and we don't get the constant like praise and adoration <laughs> for, for, for doing the daily grind right and so um sometimes i think because we have this tendency to turn on ourselves and we live in a world of lack we feel like we're not doing enough or we feel like we're failing in some way. And now it's like, oh my God, not only failing as a mother, I'm failing in my work, I can't balance anything, and I'm failing with my health and my well-being and my stress management. And so I just wanna like honor what you just said and thank you for sharing that because all of us could benefit from understanding that the more we pause and exhale and <laughs> tune in, right wow. to the life we're living in the season of life we're living in this moment whether you have kids or not that when you are following your heart and making space for yourself it has a ripple effect even if you can't see it and it reminds me stephanie when you were talking i had this memory when i was holding my newborn my first child for the first time and you're up every night and you're like why why you know, he was not a good sleeper for like two years. I'm just like rocking him. I remember an, an older, wiser mother said, you know, someday you will see the reward. Right now you're in the diapers, the no sleep, the, but someday. And I think that you, that's what you highlighted, just bringing that up right now. So thank you. Yes. I think we do tend to skip over these things that are so meaningful and it can, it might be just the teeniest, tiniest little thing. And Shannon, let me just even be 100% transparent and clear. I'm not saying I did everything right in any way. <laughs> um, but even the things that we mess up on are also a great lesson for them. Yeah. So our kids, our family, our friends, whoever we're, exposed to, you know, there's going to be a hundred million times that we do it wrong. And there's going to be a hundred million times that we do it right. So, and it's all a very beautiful, amazing experience of this journey that we're doing. And just don't, you know, I, I just encourage women not to be so hard on themselves and to really tune in with what they need, just like you said. And as you do that, as you tune in with what you need, then you are being a great example to those around you. And um, when we're not tuning in with what we need, that's also an example. <laughs> so so true. almost more so <laughs> it's more obvious, you know? Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I love that you were asking about, you know, this big transition that I recently made and what got me to that place. And I mean, I could go, it depends on how far we go back, <laughs> but, um, I have had several different times in my life where I felt like I was breaking. Uh, one of them was, uh, when I was in the restaurant business as a pre-married pre-kid, 
uh, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this business anymore. It's it's, I can just feel that it's not right for me. And then I got married and I started having children and I decided, Oh, I'm going to have all this experience. I'll just have a catering business and I can do that out of my house and I can do it while raising kids. And that was all really great and amazing until I was breaking again. And then I can't really even remember all of these major transitions, but somehow I kept, you know, moving on to the next thing. And I even had a corporate job for a while and that felt good. It was like, okay, I can just show up, I can work and then I can leave and go home. Well, it turned out that was almost too strict for me. I was feeling torn in a lot of different directions. So once again, and um, this is also when my mom was not well. And, uh, before she passed away. And so again, I felt like I was breaking and somewhere in there, I went to Ayurveda school and learned about food and wellness and lifestyle and stress management and the power of breath and the power of spices and the power of food and how important it is to nourish ourselves on all of those levels. But I kept, you know, pushing it and testing it. Of course, I did not come home from Ayurveda school. And I was all of a sudden eating perfectly and doing everything right, which kind of held me back for a long time from doing the work that I want to do, because I thought, well, if I'm not perfect and if I'm not doing it exactly as I learned, then I'm not ready to share it. And I'm not ready to help people. But as I've navigated through those phases, I'm like, heck, people need my help now. Like I know how to help her with this, or I know how to help them with this, or I know that this one little tweak could really help them in this schedule and the craziness and the stress that she's experiencing. So I just started sharing it. And of course, like we mentioned earlier, it started helping me too. Mm -hmm. So my biggest uh, transition as of late is uh, my youngest going away to school and having my two older kids not living near home. They both were living in um, Colorado and we were still living in Kansas city. And my youngest went away to school in Maryland. And I did all of a sudden, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, now what? And at this time I had picked up my cooking business again. (laughs) So the cookie, the food just is never going to go away. I finally realized, and I love cooking for people and I'm actually pretty good at it. It's something that's very easy for me. It does bring structure into my day when I'm doing it. So I think I was really craving that structure. However, I was burning out again, even though all my three kids were gone and out of the house, I was cooking a lot and I was still feeling really burned out. So, and you know, there are lots of other little stressors happening in my world and we don't need to go into all that, but you know, taking care of older parents and financial stress and the house needs a new bathroom and those kind of things. Everything was kind of piling up around me. And we saw this little window of opportunity to sell our house and potentially uh, uh, do really well to sell our house. And all of a sudden I saw this big neon sign that said, freedom is on the other side. (laughs) And you're, you're saying a literal sign, right? No, I'm not. (laughs) No, just, okay. (laughs) I'm imagining you like deriving because I want to talk. You are such an example of synchronicities and I love the little different signs that you listen to. So I imagine (laughs) maybe that'll be the cover of your book with that (laughs) over your head. I mean, 
I was looking for that actual sign, but I just kept feeling like freedom is right around there. You know, so, so I was imagining it. I 100% was, I was visualizing it because, you know, selling your house and moving and quitting my cooking business and all of these things at once. I, I mean, of course it was scary. And I was like, what the heck am I doing? And is this the right thing? And I'm worried and I'm nervous and I have no idea how it's going to go, but I just, I kept seeing that sign in my brain, freedom, freedom, freedom. And I just had to go for it. I just was like, you know, this solves a lot of problems for me. It gets me out of the cooking business. It um, gets me out of, you know, redoing the bathrooms in my house. (laughs) It helps us catch up with, you know, some financial things. It um, got me out of town where I was able to kind of break away from some of my responsibilities that it was time for me to break away from. Uh, And that just all was starting to, I was just starting to feel lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter. While at the same time, there were so many unknowns. I was like, well, we don't know where we're going to move. We don't know where we're going to live. We don't even know which town we're going to move to, but we do know that first we're going to stop in Boulder, Colorado and go to my son's graduation. And so we literally did everything based on that. So it was a huge leap of faith. Mm. And it was so interesting because I could have done the whole worry, fear, everything along the way. And I just decided not to, I was like, I am going to trust 100% that everything has fallen into place as it has so far. And so everything will continue to fall into place because this is how it's going to go. It's just, I'm going to relax. I'm going to enjoy my family. The five of us were together in Colorado, which is not all the time anymore, obviously, because everyone's in different States, but, um, now at least we're closer. So anyway, long story short, we took this big leap, this big jump, and now we live in Colorado. (laughs) So, and I just, I just cannot be happier. And my friends are still asking me, they still are kind of in disbelief that we did it. They, some of them are not very happy with me. They're kind of mad, (laughs) but you know, my family was kind of confused. They're like, we don't, what's the deal? Why are you going? I'm like, you know what? We saw an opportunity to do it and we're going to jump. And we did. And I'm just so grateful that we did. And um, thank you for asking about that, because if I may share one more piece to this at the beginning, it, it, I'm not going to give you the whole day by day story, but it took us a little while to find a house. We moved in, we got settled. And I had this sense that I brought all of my stress from Kansas city and my work and everything. And my family, I felt, I had this sense that I brought all of that with me and I'm like, okay, now what we've changed locations. We sold our house. We're renting a home. We're in a new town where we know nobody. And I just had this feeling like I brought all my problems with me and it took me not very long to realize that that was happening. And I thought, okay, Steph, you have no excuses left. You are in a new town with different set of responsibilities, different everything. You get to choose now how you want to move forward. And that's when I kind of put my, my client hat on and I said, okay, Steph, how are we going to do this? And that's when I just took a really deeper dive into, you know, treating myself as my own client and saying, okay, 
What's the goal? How do you want to feel? What do you want to do differently? How you get a chance to design your day, your life, your next year, the next five years. Are you going to continue the rat race that you were doing before, or are you going to rewrite your new story? And I was like, I am rewriting my story. And it's not easy. I don't mean in any way, shape or form to make it sound like it's easy because it is a journey of going back into who you are and like, okay, you know, some of these layers I got to shed and some of these things I got to let go, but man, it feels really, really good. Oh my God. I'm just seeing that freedom sign. Just, you should just like hang that up in your backyard. Just <laughs> I, think, I, I think I might have to like design one, you know, I'm going to have to get on the neon sign website and design yes. a sign that says freedom. And, and I, of course I'm seeing it like, you know, bright yellow, orange, you know, uh-huh. it's like, yes. Power here. colors, <laughs> inner power colors. You know, you, there were so many nuggets that I would love to just highlight. And I just like, you know, the rewriting our story is just such an inspiration. And what I love about you and what we've talked about over the years. And for those of you who are just meeting Steph today, you're my first repeat guest on this podcast. So if you go back to episode 11, she talks more about Ayurveda and the doshas and just some of her earlier story. And, you know, now looking at where you've come, both of us can relate to the inner work. And I love how you talk to yourself. It's like, okay, Steph, like you talk to yourself and you observe your tendencies and you ask yourself these questions so that you can respond in a different way. And you're absolutely right. It's a journey. So, you know, back when you were breaking, as you described, and then you made changes and then you were breaking again, those were the signs that I, all of us can relate to at this point that there's moments in life where first it's a whisper, then it's a slap in the face, then it's a like, are you gonna listen here? Moments where we feel like we're breaking, whatever that is for, for us, right? And we have those choices at times. So for those listening who are maybe in a place, maybe not even breaking, but in a, I call it, I see a lot of people going through this transition, the same thing you asked yourself, now what? And you don't have to move to, well, as you said, you take your problems with you really wherever you go until you do the work. But um, for those listening who are doing the work, they're on the path, because I think this is, this is our whole life, right? We're just in that mode of we're going to awaken and then we're going to have something else to awaken to. And we're going to have to ask us ourselves these same questions. Okay, now what? That's the self-reflective practice, right? So, so for those listening, I'd like to know from your perspective, what are some of your go-to, besides asking yourself questions, what are some simple things that you lean to or that you would suggest to a client when they're feeling now what? Where do I start? And what can I start to ask myself or reflect on? I know that was a crazy roundabout question. Let's see if <laughs> generators like yes or no questions. So do you have simple tips for us that 
those of us that feel like, God, I want to do something big, but I'm scared. I want to take a transition in my life, but I, I'm not sure what the unknown will bring. How can I take better care of myself and feel ready to take a risk? Yeah, it's, it's the big question. <laughs> and I think what I would say is, as you know, Shannon, with your human design, I'm, which I'm so fascinated by. And as I told you earlier, I listened to my recording. I have listened to it several times, our, our time with you. And it not only gives me that deeper, you know, it's just really nice to have someone else kind of give you your roadmap, <laughs> which is really exciting for me. Like I just love, I, I, I love all of any little helpful tips I can get from the outside in, because, you know, when you share these things with me, I learn more, you know, I'm like, Oh yeah, totally. That's me. And I can just kind of embrace it a little bit more, mm -hmm. but I say that because we're also different. You know, I, I know several people in my life who would never do what I did, sell their house and just move without knowing what, where they were going to stay. I mean, we, we, we had a, we had a location for about 10 days, but beyond that, we didn't know where we were going to go. And so many of my friends were like, I could never do something like that. And I'm like, well, you might be surprised, but so I want to start out by saying, you know, we're all different. And as you know, that through the human design as well. And so I think we have to really get honest with ourselves about what works for us. And believe me, I pushed my husband, I pushed my family, I pushed everyone on this big transition, but I knew that, like I said, the freedom sign was there. I knew it was going to be right. I knew it was going to all work out. So tips like how could I support someone in making a big transition and what could they do? And when you were asking that question, one thing, one thing that just popped up in my head immediately was we talk about so much about self-care and everyone's like, yada, yada, self-care. But I feel like what has helped me the most is taking a little bit of time in the morning and whether it's two minutes, five minutes, 30 minutes, and sometimes it's an hour and a half, but just depending on how the day is going. But I feel like that morning time is so important to just do a little check-in with yourself and how am I feeling? How's my energy? And just noticing my mood and then trying to figure out how to, you know, not to be like um, Susie Sunshine or anything, but how can I bring a little bit of lightness or a higher, higher vibration, you know, or how can I get myself into a more pleasant mood? Like basically I'm asking the question, like, what do I need? Yes. for me right now, like what's yes. going to make me feel better right now. And if I'm feeling good, maybe I'll do some kind of exercise that requires a lot of energy. If I'm feeling low and worried and fearful and kind of sad or down, then I'm like, okay, I might need to move my body, but I also might need to have my coffee in bed and just look out the window for a few minutes. <laughs> and, you know, we, we don't give those times enough weight you know, like we don't give those, those times enough. Um, what am I trying to say? 
credit or, you know, credit. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and every little bit counts, all of those little minutes really add up and they just help you get more and more and more clear about what you want to do. And if you give yourself that time, again, it can be anywhere. I really, truly think it can be anywhere from two to three minutes to an hour to two hours, whatever time you have. But if you give yourself that undivided attention for a couple of minutes, I believe me in time, it is going to become more clear for you over. You'll just start practicing it. And just, if you don't even know where to start, just start with the question. What do I need right now for me? What do I need right now? What can I do? What's the next step I should take? And sometimes it's putting your headphones in with some quiet Zen music. Sometimes it's putting your headphones in with some really energetic, excited music and go for a fast walk around the block. It could be a lot of different things. And that was my next thing I was thinking of is for me, helping me get out of my head of, you know, fear and worry and anxiety is always to get outside and move in some way, shape or form. And if I feel lethargic, sometimes I just need to go for a stroll. And sometimes I need to kind of push myself over that hump a little bit. So I think those are the two most, and they're, they're very simple things that we can do in a short amount of time. Yes. So we just kind of keep rolling and rolling and rolling. We never really ask ourselves what we need. And I have this kind of silly thing that when I'm in a mood or if I don't feel good, or if I'm tired, I just, in, in addition to the question, what do I need for me right now? The next thing is, am I tired? Am I thirsty? Am I hungry? Yes. <laughs> and that's yeah. another thing that comes up a lot is we forget to nourish our bodies for literally forget to nourish yes. our bodies. We forget to drink water. We forget to eat lunch. We forget to eat breakfast. We'll spend the whole morning on coffee. And then at two o'clock, we're suddenly in this anxiety mode. And we're like, oh yeah, I never ate lunch and I, n- I haven't drank very much water today. So those are all things. And, and something that popped into my head too, as you were speaking earlier, uh, a concept that I've known for a very long time, but it was brought back to me again, is that physiology uh, influences your emotions and your emotions influence your behavior. Mm-hmm. And so physiology, meaning like your entire body makeup, really mind, body, everything, uh, your cells, your tissues, your muscles, your bones, but also your mind, your brain, your microbiome, the whole physiological thing is what brings emotions up. So I'm not going to go too deep into that, but the cool thing about this, you know, then emotions drive our behavior. So anxiety drives a certain behavior. Sadness drives a certain behavior. Happiness drives a certain behavior, joy, all of those. So you can hit it on either side, which I think is so fascinating. So you can switch a behavior which helps change your emotion, which helps change your physiology, or you can change your physiology. In other words, you can change what you're eating. You can change how you're moving your body. You can change how you're drinking, how you're sleeping, how you're managing your stress. And that will shift your emotions, which then shifts your behavior. So it's this cool loop system that you can just keep coming back to over and over and over again. And the loop is influenced by food and your environment and society and social media and stress and your kids and your family and everything. So you could just keep coming back to that loop over and over again. I hope that's helpful. Did that kind of answer? 
Very much. I love the loop idea because when you're saying like where to start and at the beginning, beginning of our conversation about women being on this hamster wheel or like there's so much we're inundated with how, where do we begin? Really in my mind, it's like, just, just, you know, stick a toe in the loop here and just like stop, start wherever you are. And your reminder of simplicity, morning routine, um, checking in in the morning. And I have to like, just, you know, highlight that because that to me is so important where we are so conditioned by our environment, what we see, what we take on in the day. When we go to sleep, we have a moment when we wake up before our mind starts to chatter at us, before it starts to rev to remind us like, you know, the bad things we tell ourselves or the things that we're behind on, all the stuff. And so if you don't feel like you have a morning routine, you know, sometimes I tell people like before your eyes fully awake and open, before you even get out of bed, you could ask the questions you said, tuning in, checking in, what do I need today? What do I need from this moment? And I like the idea of the loop because it's like, okay, I'm stop, I'm right here. Start where you are, right? Here I am on the loop. And for a while, especially, I remember back in the day when I had little kids, like that's all I could do as a morning routine. Now my kids are older and I also have, I protect my nurturing of my self time and my mornings are exactly what you described. And so now it's summer as you're listening to this and I, um, I have a routine where I, tr I get up early and I've been getting up earlier and I am just loving that. And I do my morning walk. That's the first thing I do. And I leave my phone. I don't walk with my phone. Then I have a routine with my smoothie and my coffee. And then I write. And that's just my tune in time, but so simple, such a reminder to just tuning in means asking yourself, what do you need? And breathing and, you know, I always place a hand on my heart to just like, ah, there I am. Like I can hear myself before everyone else needs me, before my mind, as you described, starts chatting at us. And so that's a beautiful way to begin a way to tune in. So I just wanted to like stop for a moment and say like, sometimes I think we get so caught up in like, I don't know what to do and we make things complicated, <laughs> right? But the first thing is like, ask yourself, take care of yourself as you would another person and ask yourself these questions. Absolutely. And we, we do tend to wake up and literally with our eyes closed, walk to the coffee machine yeah. and we're missing that very little opportunity. And I notice, I'll notice when I'm having a little bit extra anxiety that the chatter begins immediately. Like as soon as I wake up, the chatter pumps in and I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how I'm going to start. I'm going to, I'm going to start a different way whether it's trying to just get a grip on my breath or my brain or whatever it may be, but something that I wanted to share with you real quick, when you said you start with a walk straight away as the very first thing, this is a beautiful reset for your physiology because you're getting the natural sunlight into your eyes and you're setting your circadian rhythm, sorry, circadian rhythm. Yes. And when you do that, you're balancing your hormones, 
you're balancing your blood sugars, you're encouraging stronger digestion, and you're reducing inflammation just by that simple walk first thing in the morning. And so I love that Shannon. I mean, you can feel it, can't you? Like it brings balance. And if you, you, you start to, it takes a little time to kind of get that habit going, but if you miss it, you're like, Oh, I missed it. Oh God. Yes. And everyone around you can feel that you missed it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But yes, thank you for saying that. Cause I have felt the effects of, of that for sure. And, um, Yeah. So I think, you know, it's so easy for us, especially if you use a phone for like your alarm or if you you have to get up with an alarm, like really, I think breaking free of that reaching and scrolling, you know, because you in in talking about human design, when I look at your chart, too. So for those of you who love human design and we kind of sprinkle it in some of these episodes, Stephanie is a pure generator and she has sacral authority. So her, her intuition is all about guttural responses. So she's really, she makes responses, you know, or, or her intuition, like it's all about being in your body because your gut is like, this is a yes for me. This is a no. And, but what she, she only has two defined centers. So you have so much openness in your chart and that's a gift what it does is it makes you really be able to tune in with others they feel like god stephanie knows me she knows how to help me she sees me she's lived it like that is your gift when you tune in with other people and it also can you can be highly influenced by what you see what's going on in the world the fear around you the fear of the people you live with and so knowing that about your design, like the fact that you're tuned into that. So if you were to constantly look at social media or um, watch the news too much or watch scary movies before sleep, you know what that would do to you and why I'm sure now at this stage of your life too, you can kind of see when that anxiety starts to happen, what some of the influences are and what triggered that. You know, having that openness is a gift, but it's also like you're highly sensitive. And so having those tools like eating well, having a morning question to ask yourself, drinking enough water, those simple things can have a huge impact on our lives. And I like what you said, like, yeah, if I don't get my walk in, it's a different experience for me. And what I'm learning is how I can live in more in flow with my energy. When I listen and I'm like, God, I'm really tired today. I, I, ha- I, I have the freedom now because I've carved a life where I can listen to that a little more, but listening to ourselves, listening to our body. I mean, that's really the work you're doing teaching us how to listen to our individual bodies, right? Yes. And your body has all the answers. Yeah. Like we started at the beginning saying we're influenced by so many outside information, so much outside information, but really if you tune in and you listen, your body will tell you what you need to do and what you want and what you need. I had this thought about I don't really love the term empty nester, you know, but to me that, I don't know, it just kind of bugs me. (laughs) It's always bugged me too. And I, you know, on our mindful mama podcast, I've asked my co-host, she's an empty nester. I'm like, she said, oh, I don't mind it at all. But I'm like, we're not birds. Like, (laughs) I don't 
really I know with that term. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And so I don't love it, but ironically, this is so <laughs> weird, Shannon, but ironically, we moved into this house and a couple of days later, I noticed uh, a bird's nest literally in the gutter, uh, you know, underneath, like underneath the gutter in our house, yeah. you know, like yeah. literally in the corner of the front of our house. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a bird with a nest. And then of course, you know, a couple of days later, the babies were all coming out. And so I've been checking, you know, I was checking on her every day and I'm like, that's so interesting that I know because my husband didn't notice it for until I told him about it. But of course I noticed it right away. And I was paying attention to the mom and the birds and I'm really trying to listen to what I need. And if I don't sleep well, for some reason or another, allowing myself a little more time in the morning is very luxurious. I feel super spoiled that I get to have this flexibility right now, but I'm also like, okay, it's all right, Steph, you work, you're still working all the time. Like you're doing a lot. So I'm allowing myself this luxury. And I had this thought, is that what the empty nest thing is all about? That mama bird finally gets to rest when the babies are gone. And I was like, Hmm, maybe I understand now why they, (laughs) and it's, it doesn't need to be like this deep physio, you know, psychological thing, but I just thought that was so interesting to watch this mama bird again at this time in my life, after we've just made this huge move. And I thought, you know what? I don't have any babies in my house. I don't have anyone to take care of right now. So I'm going to just let myself rest a little bit. Yeah. I just get a turn. So it's interesting though, how, cause we, I think we fight it. I, I know lots of my friends, several of my friends, I should say, we were communicating after there was a handful of us that all had our kids, our youngest leaving at the same time to go away to school. And we all had different experiences of it. Some of us, you know, keeping super busy, some of us feeling kind of low and sad, some of us feeling free, like, you know, one of them saying, well, now I can run around the house naked. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, is that what you want to do as soon as the kids are gone is run around naked? <laughs> freedom. Then, That's her sense of freedom, right? That's right her sense of freedom. <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, rest is so important. And that's another thing is moms, we, we don't really allow it very often. And like I was telling in my story, you know, there are so many different transitions, transitions and phases that I felt like I was breaking. And I don't want anyone to do that to themselves. We, unfortunately, I was able to get myself out of it time and time again, but I kept going back there because it was comfortable. Yes. Yes. Well, that's why I love being in your presence because you are the person who sees signs everywhere and you really do listen and you know it speaks to you we all have those moments and those opportunities to see signs and have it speak to us in some way and you know that that i think comes when you do this kind of work and you're living more in alignment and in tune with your authentic self you just start to you have the energy to see those signs and you in and just I just admire that in you. I think it's an inspiration that um, you know makes people want to be in your presence and and see where you go next with with the next you know synchronistic moments because you're listening because you're trusting and I want to say the thing that you said that just felt so good when you're talking about the unknowns. I think when you feel better and you're taking 
good care of yourself. The other piece of taking these leaps and these, and it doesn't have to be a big leap. It can be, um, you know, some smaller goals that you've had that you've just kind of haven't found the courage to, to put attention to. But when you feel good and feel like you know yourself, you can then take the action it takes to make a change. But what you said is then trust it and have this leap of faith, this 100% trust in the unknown. I don't know where I'm going. All I know is I'm trusting myself. I'm trusting my guttural responses. I'm trusting my hits that this feels right. And that's why we're doing this work. That's why we want to live in tune with our authentic selves. Because you said it at the beginning, we're all so different. So someone who wants to move to Colorado and run her own business might not, you know, someone else might want to just, um, you know, start walking in the morning, whatever it is. But that faith piece, Stephanie, you're like oozing that now. So I just want to like say thank you because that's the next thing. It's like we have to take good care of ourselves. We have to know what we want. We got to feel it in our body. And then we have to take the next scary step, even when it's unknown, and have the faith and trust, even when it feels scary. Ooh, that's good stuff, girl. That is really good stuff. That is, thank you for recapping that so beautifully, Shannon, because here's the thing is if you can get yourself to that place of trust and faith, it just builds on itself. It just keeps rolling. It just keeps rolling and things keep start, keep falling into place. And then, and then it falls into place again. And before you know it, your faith and your trust muscles are pretty strong and you let go of the anxiety and the worry and the fear. Right. Right. And Shannon, you have helped me so much to understand that deeper level of myself. And I love you're talking about that openness that I have because it, I am so, I am so sensitive and it's so funny. You were mentioning about, you know, the scary movies or the news or whatever it, I know when it's happening because that's one thing that we love to do is I love to watch movies. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I love movies. And if my husband wants me to come and sit on the couch he'll put like a sweet, happy movie on, you know, that you normally involve some kind of cooking. And I'm like, Oh, what are you watching? Maybe I'll sit down for a few minutes. But if he's got a, you know, kind of a something history that involves violence or war or something, he know, honey, I'm going up to bed. I can't do this with you, but the opposite, but I forget often Shannon, the opposite side, which you described so beautifully that I'm also able to really understand people and help them see where they are. And I can be very empathetic and help them navigate their next couple of steps because I can see where they want to go and where they're coming from. So thank you for sharing that again, because that is so meaningful and impactful to me. I think it is so helpful to know those things about us. Well, it is. And thank you so much for sharing that, really, because what I think 
for myself anywhere. I, I sometimes call myself a tuner. And I, so I like when you use the word tune in, because for me, it's like when I, and you do this because you have that openness, you can just really plug into someone and kind of feel what's needs to be recalibrated here with this, you know, and, and it's, it's just one of your, it's what you're here to help, you know, share that gift. But what I love for me is I'm very like, I'm a thinking logical person. I love science. I love to figure out how things work, but I'm also highly intuitive and creative. And I kind of have the, have both. And I, and what human design does for me is it really settles my thinking logical mind. It gives me a map, even though it looks crazy if you know nothing about it, but it gives my thinking mind like it, like what you said, it's like this affirmation, like, oh yeah, I've always known that. But it gives us the language to to understand, no, this is who you are. This is how you're affected by other people. This is the energy you're here to put out into the world. This is how you receive energy. And this is how you listen to your intuition. Now, when you have that, as you, I think you said, roadmap, someone else um, recently, she said, you gave me an instruction manual for my life. And I'm like, yes, because once you have that, your thinking mind that, you know, place that causes the anxiety in the first place. For me, it was always self-doubt. I just constantly doubted myself. It's like, it settles it. And like you described so beautifully, when you settle that, your nervous system calms down, you feel more in your body, you feel like you know yourself. And then when something's out of tune, you're like, wait a second. When's the last time I walked today? Or what did I eat today? Or am I eating something that's really nourishing or am I just eating the scraps? But you just have a way of, you know, being able to trust and affirm what you've always known about yourself. So then you don't even need the map anymore. Then you're just living it, you know? So I just think I see that with you too. It's like, all of us need the map because we need the routine. We need the ritual. We need the things to lean on. And we need that practice of like, okay, I'm done reading. I'm done looking. I'm just going to tune in, you know? So anyway, I just think that you and I, <laughs> we could talk for hours about all of this and we're speaking the same language, but I really have loved seeing where your life is taking you next and your love of food. So if we circle back to the food, where Ayurveda has taken you now, your joy of sharing this, you know, radiance course that you've been creating and refining, like how can people find out more about that and just some of your offerings that you're, you're working on right now? Yes, perfect. Uh, the best place to go is just pop into my website, go with Steph, just like my name at uh, .com and I tell people, think of uh, go with Steph on a healthy journey or go with Steph to Italy or go with Steph to the beach or go to Steph, go with Steph to the mountains. <laughs> Someday I'd love to have a whole retreat calendar for the year so that we can break away from our life and do these fun things somewhere exciting. But, uh, but really it's about bringing it all into your own home and into your life every single day. It's really all about that. So yes, www.gowithsteph.com. And I'm on Instagram. I am building a YouTube channel, which is super fun. I'm going to start doing a lot more cooking video and stuff for that. Uh, just cause food is a great doorway to begin to feel different in your physiology 
and make changes in your life through food. Food is certainly the, a big needle mover. So I'm sharing a lot more stuff about food and how that can impact your life and your day and your stress and family and all of that. Oh, wonderful. Well, that's so true. The needle, moving the needle. That's so good because I mean, it's what we have to do every day. We have to eat. So we want to do it. Um, eat what's best for us. So yay. Well, I will share all of that information in the show notes. I'm so happy for you. I am so grateful that I got to just, you know, share this time with you and just, you know, excited to see where your signs, your synchronicities and where you're like, you know, true generator hits, you know, the yeses and the nos, the way you respond to what, where life wants you to go next. I cannot wait to see where that takes you. So thank Thank you, you, Shannon. Thanks for this really lovely conversation. So nice to spend time with you as always. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you feel as inspired as I do after that conversation. Again, to learn more about Steph, go to her website, gowithsteph.com, and you can find her on Instagram. If you have any questions about the show, email me, hello at shannonkinneydo.com. That's D-U-H dot com. And if you love the show, share it with your friends. Help us get the word out about this podcast. You can leave us a review and rate the show. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Take good care. See you next time. Tomorrow they never